Massive show today. The city of Philadelphia in flames. 750 shot in just the last four months. Gang initiations going on at high schools with the killings taking place every day. And even my beloved Wawa has been taken down. Make sure that you listen to every minute of today's show. I also want to remind you that we have announced America Fest. Yes, America Fest 2022 is coming this December 17th to 20th in Phoenix, Arizona. Come see myself, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, Benny Johnson, Senator Josh Hawley, Kaylee McEnany, Candace Owens, the great Tim Poole, Lauren Chen, George Farmer, Lauren Boebert, Ali Stuckey, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes, Mr. Promo Code himself, Mike Lindell of MyPillow will be speaking at America Fest. Use promo code POSO for 25% off. AmFest.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is September 28th, 2022. Anno Domini. Tonight's top headlines in America in chaos. Philadelphia is on fire. 750 have been shot just since Memorial Day of this year. There's a Wawa ransacked. And there's gang initiation killings going on at high schools. Next, major companies are pulling Twitter ads after learning they appear alongside posts peddling child porn. That's nice. An Arizona woman has made $7.2 million from human smuggling in six months. And finally, is Elon Musk working on a deal with Rumble? All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. A big spike in crime. That is not true. There is also not a big spike in violent crime. Neither one of these things is true. We don't have a crisis of lawlessness. We don't have a crisis of crime. We don't have a crisis of violence. And that is a category that includes gun violence, but it also includes some pretty horrible stuff, like rape committed without a weapon, or like a stabbing, things like that. When you look at the national trends, there is not a big spike in crime. There's not a big spike in violence as a category. You can't even walk to the store or like my cousin, you can't even work without running or losing your life. It just, it's just crazy. Philly is crazy. So that's our city. That's our city of Philadelphia. That's the home, the birth pra- birthplace of our nation, the birthplace of liberty. Well, it's turned into an absolute cesspool. Philadelphia has become a cesspool under its current leadership. Leadership of the state, leadership of the city, they don't care. They don't care that these things are going on. They tell you they do. They say, we're so sorry. We're so sorry that's happening. We're so sorry. We wish it wasn't happening, but there's nothing we can do. 750 people have been shot in Philadelphia in four months since Memorial Day. It's been 121 days, 750 people shot. Seven a day. The Wawa, you saw those crazy videos coming out of there. Mayfair, that's the Mayfair section of Philadelphia. That used to be a good section of Philadelphia that you could go, you could raise families. Not anymore, gone. When I was a kid, I had friends in Mayfair. We would go to Mayfair, normal. No. Now, you can't even go to Wawa there because they're, they're tearing up the place. And the only thing the girl in front seemed to say on that video is, are you done making my sandwich yet? While they're tossing racks of tasty cakes and Slim Jims and everything else, smashing 
the entire store dancing, you know, on the countertops as if this is normal, as if this is the normal way to conduct business in a city in a first world nation. This isn't first world nation behavior. And it certainly isn't first world nation leadership that we have in Pennsylvania and in the city of Philadelphia. What else is going on? When I say gang initiations, this has been a massive issue. And of course, the Philadelphia leadership refuse to talk about it. Well, guess what? I talk to people in Philadelphia every single day. They're called my family members. They know what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on in Philly. So there was a teenage victim shot and killed. Five, vic five people shot and killed at a high school football game yesterday. Right in Roxborough. And Roxborough used to be a nice area. Even when I was in high school, Roxborough was a nice area. Now, can't go to Roxborough. You can't go to the borough. No. A high school football team was shot up after a football scrimmage outside of Roxborough High School. One killed, five shot total. There were five shooters who waited outside. Five shooters who waited outside this football game, waited for it to end, and then opened fire because they were targeting one of the players. That's a gang initiation. That's exactly what that is. And if you don't understand it, you haven't been paying attention. The gangs are taking over. It's not just that, you know, the old movie Gangs in New York. No. Gangs of Philly. Gangs of San Francisco. Gangs of L.A. Gangs of Chicago. Gangs of Detroit. New Orleans we talked about recently. Okay. This is going on around the country. And when you, when you look at the White House... Or even when you turn on the media, right, national media, there's no discussion of this whatsoever. These insane crime waves, not to mention the drugs. So when I was a kid, you know, high school, college, and I went to school, Temple University, right on North Broad in Philly. And it wasn't as bad as it is now. It wasn't. And you could go down to Center City and it was fine. It was great. Go to Old City go down South Street, all throughout high school, I'd go down South Street, and my parents didn't even buy say, go, have a good time. But when my father was younger, he would say, he would say, if you went down to go to a Sixers game, a Flyers game, an Eagles game, you knew, you knew that you were taking your life in your hands and you might be mugged or worse. And you had to take steps to prepare for that. We are, we've turned back the clock on crime in this country. And the answers are simple. Lock up violent criminals, prosecute them, and then leave them in jail. Simple. They're very simple solutions to very old problems. By now, we've all heard the latest inflation numbers. And while the country suffers and the stock market has its worst day in over two years, the Biden administration is throwing a party. The economy is not well, and the Fed is likely to continue raising interest rates. That's why I recommend that you diversify with gold and silver now. And the only company that I recommend is Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold or silver, or if you prefer, have it delivered securely straight to your front door. Their approach is different. They focus on educating and developing a long-term strategy that's right for you. That is why Allegiance Gold has some of the highest ratings in the entire industry. Five stars with TrustLink, AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Go to protectwithposo.com, and we're going to make sure to put that link in the description here. You will get their best offer yet, up to 
$2,500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that POSO sent you or give them a call at 844-790-9191. We can't control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. Protectwithposo.com. That's protectwithposo.com. Link in the description. They couldn't do it because there's too much child porn across Twitter. That's what it means. Here's from the report. Twitter cannot accurately detect child sexual exploitation and non-consensual nudity at scale. The company lacked the tools to verify that creators and consumers of adult content were of legal age. As a result, weeks after Elon Musk agreed to purchase the company. By the way, Elon, did, you, did Twitter reveal to you that the company they were selling to you was chock full of child porn? They were trying to sell Elon Musk kitty porn. That's what they were doing. Now, I'm sorry, if you're running an online service where the goal is that people are uploading to it every day, they're posting text, they're posting images, they're posting videos, wouldn't that be the very first thing you design a safety team to go after? But no, they don't care about that. They care when you want to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop, which by the way, includes stuff of a very similar nature, but they're not interested in the child porn on Twitter. They're not doing anything about the child porn on Twitter. In fact, we just found out, according to The Verge, they almost monetized the child porn on Twitter. So that was me a couple of weeks ago here on Human Events Daily talking about how Twitter was monetizing child porn. Well, here's the latest update, and we have this up at humanevents.com. Selene Ryan Ciccio wrote it up. Major companies are pulling Twitter ads after learning they appear alongside posts peddling child porn. Oh, really? Look at this. Tweets soliciting sex abuse material are up on Twitter and promotional ads are up there. Advertisers like Dyson, Mazda, and Ecolab have already suspended or pulled ads or campaigns in at least 30 other brands, including Disney, Comcast, NBC Universal, and Coca-Cola have been featured on Twitter profiles that push links to material that is sexually, sexually exploitative of children. This report was conducted by cybersecurity group Ghost Data, and examples of the disturbing advertising juxtapositions have been reviewed on this. They found 500 plus, over 500 Twitter accounts that openly solicited or shared child sexual abuse material on Twitter in just a 20-day period of September. So today's the 28th, so they've been running it for just the past 20 days or so. Over 70% of these child porn accounts, these are pedophile child porn accounts, okay? And I'm not talking, by the way, this isn't even grooming behavior. We're not even talking about the groomers here, which is, of course, that's what they got rid of James Lindsay for on Twitter. We had him on for the last special. No, no, no. We're not talking about the grooming. We're not talking about behaviors that are similar to this, no. Just straight up soliciting or sharing, actually sharing, child porn material on Twitter, over 70% of which Twitter failed to remove. Some of, the, some of the tweets included keywords related to rape and teens and appeared right alongside tweets from corporate advertisers. An example, a promoted tweet for shoes and accessory brand Cole Hahn appeared next to a tweet in which a user said that they were trading teen and child content. So 
one thing I know, and I, I never worked child sexual exploitation cases or anything like that when I was in the intel community, but you do every once in a while get some information about how that uh, how those investigations work in the prosecutions. And so one of the reasons that you see the fact that it was trading, okay, so the fact that it's traded some of these images, these horrific and disgusting images, um, since the early days of the internet and even pre-internet with VHS tapes and things like that, um, the idea was that you would trade for others rather than use a, a financial transaction because a financial transaction obviously through the internet would be traceable. So because you're trading, it becomes harder to be able to trace these things. This is another thing that, um, you know, and I'm just kept to say it, that is something that Bitcoin does also allow for because it's anonymous transactions. And so one of the biggest issues that they have is that people trade rather than actually make these financial transactions because you don't want a financial transaction accompanying it. That being said, be like Gary Plouchet. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Get rid of all of these accounts. Get rid of anyone supporting them. Get rid of any company that is supporting them. Eliminate them completely from our society. This is the mark of a good society. And by the way, I'll say it again, a first world nation would not have this. And it's important, I think, for people to understand that uh, it's not just uh, immigrant victims. You know, the majority of human trafficking victims in this country are actually U.S. citizens. Uh, and I think your use of the word slavery is, is spot on. I mean, I frankly, I struggle for words to capture how horrific this is. I mean, it's downright medieval in 2019 that activity like this can happen. Uh, and we, barely a week goes by where I'm not hearing about uh, our successes in taking down some sex trafficking, typically, uh, typically child sex trafficking network where we're recovering. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the number of kids that we rescued and recovered last year, I think was, you know, well over 100. Uh, and some of these kids are, are just horrifyingly young. Well, I appreciate that, Chris Ray. And wouldn't we all be a lot happier if the FBI or after the FBI is, is dismantled and defunded and renamed the same way that INS was, was renamed as ICE, that we find a new organization or we found a new organization that just focused on child and human sexual and um, exploitation and trafficking operations. That's all I want. Is it so much to ask that we have one agency that focuses on our border and breaks up, disrupts, and destroys these networks. Simple, but, but the FBI, no, they're not interested in that. They're interested in framing people uh, who are patriots in, in, up in Michigan, framing people all across the country, going after pro-life speakers up in, uh, up in Pennsylvania, of course. By the way, there's a slight update on that Pennsylvania case. We're going to get to it later, but the Thomas More Society is picking up the Pennsylvania defense in that case. And the Thomas More Society, just a couple of years ago, 2019, also won a case in Pennsylvania, very much along those same lines. They said, this is not a federal violation if it's just a one-off altercation. You do not get uh, this federal law, the way it's written, is not so expansive that someone getting into a shoving match with somebody else, a shouting match that leads to shoving, does not constitute a full-on federal violation. So they won that case back in 2019. The very same Thomas More Society is now going to be um, representing Mark Houck. But 
Back to Arizona. A 24-year-old Arizona woman was arrested and charged with crimes related to a human smuggling enterprise on September 23rd. This, of course, is from the great Epoch Times. Epoch Times, super shout out to them. Fantastic, just absolutely fantastic uh, publication. I've been reading them for close to 15 years now. I used to read them when I was in China, focused on their anti-CCP angles, but now I just use them for everything. They're fantastic. So um, great work day in day out no promo code not paid to say that i just a lot of appreciation so according to the el mirage police department for six months in six months she made 7.2 million dollars how did she do that well here's the fee fifteen thousand dollars each per person to smuggle people so in six months that's all it's 15 grand and here's the best part. If you're a smuggler, if you're one of these coyotes, the best part for you is that if someone ends up deported or if they end up get ca getting caught and sent back, et cetera, well, you could smuggle them again. They're reusable. They're smuggling them into slavery, whether it be labor bondage or whether it be sex slavery. And they don't care if these people are of age or not. That means children. Okay. When they go and find one of those illegal immigrant encampments, that is on the rat lines between, and we used to hear about this when I was down at Fort Huachuca on the border. And you, they would say, oh, that we knew there were some illegals on the other side of the mountain here. That's right, by the way, the illegals use Fort Huachuca, US Army base, to cut across the border and make it up into Arizona. And you would, every single time, you will find women's underwear and sometimes even children's underwear on these rape trees down there. So understand, this is what's going on in our southern border. And they want you to care about what's going on in Europe. They want you to be very concerned with what's happening that thousands and thousands of miles away. And that doesn't mean that we don't care about it. But as a country, okay, as a country, shouldn't we be taking the log from our own eye before pointing out the log in someone else's? Shouldn't we, or pointing out the splinter in someone else's? Shouldn't we be taking care of our own house before we try to clean up somewhere else? clean up our border. You deal with crime by locking up criminals. You deal with immigration by closing down the border. It's as simple as that. Potential to have a, a free speech um, and, for, and to be able to communicate, yeah, just communicate freely if there are multiple, multiple opinions, but, you know, and, and just make sure that we're not sort of uh, driving a narrative. In order for people to have trust in Twitter, I think it's extremely important that there be transparency. I think Twitter, in, in terms of like serious issues, can be a lot better in informing, informing people about serious issues. How many times has have the media gotten it right? Well, I would say almost never. Not, not never, but almost never. I'm in favor of, uh, of, of moderate politics. Um, but, but in, uh, you know, allowing people who have, like, uh, you know, relatively extreme views to um you know, to express those views within the bounds of the law you know it's, it's free speech within within the context of the law so it's not i'm not definitely not suggesting that we you know um just flout the law because we'll get, we'll get shut down in that case so elon musk is elon musk working on a deal with rumble now the twitter purchase the buyout of course uh it's been sputtering and we don't know if it's going to happen. We're not sure because there was that whistleblower situation. There was all that stuff going on. But now there's new news 
and obviously right on Twitter itself, just like so much is these days. The CEO, Chris Pavlovsky, the CEO of Twitter, or excuse me, the CEO of Rumble, responded to Elon Musk in a tweet and said, I founded Rumble and forever wanted to work with you. Below is from 2010, it's a picture he posted. When I visited SpaceX, I was ready 12 years ago and I'm ready 12 years from now, whenever you're ready. In the meantime, let's peer our data centers with Starlink to secure free speech. Now, Rumble, who just went public, by the way, super congrats to them, their headquarters, Sarasota. So absolute prayers up to everybody in Sarasota, Fort Myers, anywhere that's being affected by this. But of course, partnering and peering with Starlink would definitely help for their, um, for their servers. I'm assuming, of course, the servers aren't being hit by hurricanes. That being said, Rumble worked great for me all day today. And then Elon Musk respond, responded, maybe worth talking about at some point, which big deal, big deal. Plus, you also have to wonder, because sometimes we saw this with the Twitter deal, that Elon was posting tweets, even though behind the scenes, he had already been working, right? The gears had already been in motion. Things were already in motion for the Twitter deal. So when Elon posts something, understand that he and Chris may have been having discussions. I don't have any special inside knowledge on that. I know Chris, but I haven't had any, any uh, conversations with him about this. And so I just asked, though, um, whether or not this is actually happening with Elon. But I also have to remind you, while we're here, that rumble.com, when you go there, you have not only our docuseries, The Great Global Reset, and we have the FBI whistleblower special. You can go on Rumble and watch them. You can also, by the way, in kind of an announcement, we are going to be showing both of those every single Sunday, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., right here on Real America's Voice. Or if you're listening on the podcast, you go to Real America's Voice, you will be able to get those every single Sunday. I don't know if we're doing podcast episodes of them just yet. We might eventually once the run is done. So make sure you go check that out. Then also go to Rumble, get that as well. Um, other turning point news that's out there today, tposa.com backslash AmFest, America Fest just announced. Myself, Tucker Carlson, Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens, Benny Johnson, so many incredible, and the great Tim Poole will all be speaking at America Fest. Use promo code POSO at amfest.com. You will be able to secure 25% off and secure your seats. So, oh, and of course, the great Steve Bannon. So that means War Room, Charlie Kirk, Human Events, and Tim Cast on one spot. And that is all the time we have here tonight, Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What do we talk about today? The city of Philadelphia, my beautiful city, on fire, my beloved Philadelphia. I know, I know, I know. It is what it is. You can't change where you're from. 750 people shot since Memorial Day. Now, Wawa, and let me tell you something. I take Wawa very seriously. I am from the Wawa side of Pennsylvania. Now, we'll stand with the people of Rudders, Pennsylvania, and the people of Sheets, Pennsylvania, but Wawa, they're every single day. The killings in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, it's horrible. Next, major companies learned that child porn peddling posts have their ads up next to them. So they're starting to pull in their Twitter ads. Next, an Arizona woman made $7.2 million from human smuggling in just six months. And finally, is Elon Musk working on a deal with Rumble? So much going on this week. The country is in crisis. People finally, by the way, are catching up to what we talked about yesterday 
here on the show about Nord Stream 1 and 2. And we're going to find out who exactly it was that may have taken that thing out. Was it Russia? Was it the Five Eyes? Well, we certainly know that, that Germany is not catching the long end of the stick on that one because they are going to the winners. The German stock market totally tanked. I want to remind you, though, that today's moment in history, our history break, SpaceX, all the way back in 2008, launched their first ever private spacecraft, the Falcon 1, into orbit. Space exploration is the future, period. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.